This is Dance Talk Radio, brought to you by PhiladelphiaDance.org, your one-stop spot for everything dance in Philly. I am your host, Charles Tyson Jr., and today I am thrilled. I have two fabulous figures in the world of flamenco. Uh, individually, they are Martin Santangelo and Soledad Barrio. Collectively, they are Noche Flamenca. Good afternoon and welcome to you both. Thank you. Gracias. Wonderful to be with you. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. So I am so thrilled to be sitting here with the both of you. Um, I became familiar with the two of you and your work through uh, our good friend Ana Rubio, who has never spoken of either of you in anything less than glowing and raving terms. All right. <laughs> and I was uh, fortunate enough to see Noche Flamenca perform um, a couple of years. Um, it was pre-pandemic, obviously. Yeah. And it was an amazing experience. Oh, um, I have... I'm not quite as versed in flamenco as I am in other dance forms, but I've seen a fair amount and I had never seen before the theatricality mm -hmm. that you all brought to the stage. Can you talk to me about, uh, about the company and how it came to be and, and, and your, your, your mission with the company? Oh. Como, um, okay. I'm, sometimes I'm translating for Soli just to make sure that she understands. And Soli's very shy about English, her English. That's um, perfectly fine. I love her English. <laughs> I don't know what it is with the Spaniards. They're very shy about their, their English. So Sometimes I am too. It's okay. Well, we began... Um, the company, actually, it's, it's 30 years ago. That it's, this is our 30, 30th season. Wow, congratulations. Thank you. Incredible. <laughs> I was I, Our publicist in New York um, mentioned it, and I said, what? And, and he said, yeah, it's 30 years. And um, uh, initially, we didn't have an idea or an objective to begin a, a company. But... Um, the objective was because Soli was on tour with people, I was on tour with other people, and we thought, let's get together as kind of an excuse so we could be together more because we were beginning our relationship. It had been a couple of years. Uh -huh. And so we thought, well, let's let's do a show. I said, I, uh, we can do a show in my godmother's loft in New York City, you know, one of those downtown lofts in New York where clandestine performances would happen. My favorite and kind of places. <laughs> me too. Yeah. Um, which I want to get back to because I need to get back to that. Um, so we we rehearsed. We got some friends together who are you know, in, from Spain. We did a show. We did two nights. It went, it was overwhelmingly, it was incredible. It was wonderful. Not only for the public, but for us to be together. And then we kept going and we kept going and kept going. And suddenly we went, oh, we started a company. Right. And so the whole objective started from a, a need to 
be together. And that that is we we still maintain that because the company's like um it's like a like a family. Um many of the artists have been in the company for 15, 17 years. Um there's some new ones who have just joined the company a couple of years ago. And our mission is to do um when I say real flamenco, that's a tough one because there's no definition of real flamenco. We try to get away from the artificial part of the flamenco. Yes. Which is because you can with the flamenco, you can wow people very easily. Right. You, know, you can make yourself look good, put on a tight pair of pants, <laughs> and do a lot of footwork, and people go, Wow. A tight pair of pants will get you pretty far. Yes, they will. <laughs> <laughs> the only thing, uh, which I my mantra is we can do that and people will go to sleep. They'll wake up and they'll forget about it. Mm. But if we give them what flamenco is, which is a catharsis, mm. that emotional catharsis, because that's built into the flamenco. That's kind of why flamenco exists. If we can have them wake up in the morning and say, I can, even if it's a small detail, but that somebody wakes up and says, I can go on with my life then we've accomplished our goal so that's that's my big big my, my personal big mission okay yeah and solely um i'll she'll speak but she's we were even speaking last night about it that um there's a a soulful narrative that occurs with her a soulful emotional narrative that leads people through this catharsis and if we don't have that in the flamenco, because we can see wonderful shows, but if that doesn't occur, then it's not, um, for me, that's the authentic part of flamenco. Okay. Yeah. And since you've said it, I it occurred to me that the flamenco ensembles that I have seen perform, the ones that I do remember the most yourself included, obviously, is that authenticity. Like I've seen, you know, you know, hey guys, let's put on a show yeah. versions, you know, and it's it's wonderful to look at and it's exciting, but you know, you leave going, okay, I saw flamenco. But I remember like feeling so many things yeah. at uh watching Noche Flamenco. Like the the one image that comes to my mind is um i think it might have been you Sole, um rising up from underneath uh this shimmery material and then the lights change and then you begin to dance that that image is stuck to me for some oh, reason yeah you know yeah. and i'm not 100 percent what the the piece was but i remember that moment <laughs> yeah it, it doesn't and you said something in in the very beginning where we start, when we were talking about um, that you said, I'm not well-versed in flamenco. That doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Um, the okay. thing is that if, if you're emotionally touched by, by something that occurs on stage, then, then you're an expert on flamenco. Like okay. any other, cause it could be Kabuki. ¿Qué dices tú? Sobre la compañía, sobre la, she says she said she understood what I was saying and that she's that, 
That is what we like. And also to be able to do what we like to do is a big thing, she's saying. That's very important. Yeah, yeah, which is a luxury, a luxury. It really is. Yeah. So you mentioned that the company came about as a way for the two of you to be and stay together. Yeah. Um, that brings me to, so you two are, are married, yes? Yes, we are. So my question is, and I, I want I want to hear from Sole first, <laughs> what is what is it like having merging your personal life and your professional life like what are some of the best parts and what are some of the challenges que que son para para unir la la parte profesional y personal porque somos marido y mujer y que son las cosas buenas y las cosas chungas de ello pregunta great question eh, es que por naturaleza está unido en mi vida. O sea, por naturaleza mi vida personal y mi vida artística está unida. My, my personal and my professional life is completely united. It's one thing. Mm. El caso cuando la gente, me, la gente que me quiere y me conoce, mi familia. My family, the, the people who, I, who are close to me, and, and who I love and in, in my family público, and the public si me ven fuera del no me if they see me outside of the stage it's like it's a lot more quite often they don't recognize they say oh you were on stage es muy todos ven dos they see almost like two people yeah, the, uh, my mother even says you seem like two different people when you're on stage and when you're off stage. Because I don't understand it because why they see two different people because it's only the exterior that Porque changes. Creo que estamos en una que es muy I, I think we're in a society that's very visually oriented. Mm. Una, yo soy muy campesina, yo, yo soy obrera, yo me he visto... Yo no le doy importancia a la ropa fuera de la calle, ¿no? Um, I, maybe it's because in day-to-day -day life I'm dressed kind of like a, a worker or a, you know, a normal person. Right. And so maybe it's the visual part that I put on a dress. Um, but I think it's interesting what she's saying because... Um, she she does completely submerge her personal life into what she does on stage. Mm. Then there's other people like Martin, my husband. Yeah. And my my daughters. And and some other people in my family. Um, she says that, and that, and that, and that we see her as the same off stage and on stage. It, it can... For her to work with me, she says, is very easy. Because I see her equally off stage and off stage. Mm. 
expresarme en el escenario. And that she's saying that I give her a lot of freedom on stage to express herself. Okay. Not only liberty do I give her, but she's saying, but I also I prepare the road in, in a very healthy way, she says. Hmm. Es mucha, es una gran ayuda porque no, si un director no te entiende es complicado. Because if a director doesn't understand you, it's very complex. It's, it's, it's things become complex. Porque el flamenco es muy individual. Because the flamenco is very personal and individual. El, eh, no, no tenemos repertorios que se repiten, como el ballet. No hay repertorio que se repite. It's always it's always something new coming out. Siempre es algo personal, individual. And it comes from digging, digging from your own personality. Mm. Noche Flamenca has a director. No, en serio. That knows how to bring yeah. out the personality of each performer. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. So it becomes a personal experience. Estamos todo el día juntos. We're, we're together all the time. Desde la mañana a la noche. From the morning to night. Mm. More than 30 years married. <laughs> On and off stage. Con dos hijas. With two daughters. Pero yo creo que yo me muero si tú si Martín no está. But she said, I think I would die if, if Martín <laughs> would not be around. No Aww. todo es bonito. Huh? No, hombre, nada es precioso siempre. It's not always beautiful ¿Cómo? and nicey, nicey. Claro, pero está muy bien. But, es, eh, lo nuestro es muy especial, todo el mundo lo dice. But we have a special relationship yeah. and a solid relationship. Mm. I, I have, yeah. 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 I love it. Yeah. Yeah. I love it. Now I'm going to ask you the same question, Martin. Let's see if the answers are the same. Yeah. <laughs> no, they're not the same. Um, <laughs> I deal with a lot of what Soli's saying. I also think that, um, but she says she says that her, um, that her personal life and professional is completely united. I think that. Um, if Soli didn't have the stage to express herself, and when she doesn't, um, I think it's one of the few places that she has to really be able to to express who she is. Mm. How um, angry she is, or or sad, or tragic. Um, I'll just say it. Last night, we just finished a week at the Joyce Theater in New York. Yes. Did seven shows. It was wonderful. It was exhausting. And we were overtired last night and we were in bed and suddenly Soli just began crying. And I said, Soli, what's going on? You all right? And she said, I miss my father. He died um, four, cuatro años? I think cuatro años? Three years ago he died. Oh, and wow, she went sorry. through four years ago. Four years ago she, he died and she went through a, a mourning period mm -hmm. and but often, and I, I didn't ask her, but I don't didn't don't have to. When she was dancing, at least yesterday, at least yesterday, if not the last few shows, um, she was dancing for her father and thinking about his death and what it meant for him, what it meant for her. And last night, she she 
began weeping and just said, I'm, I miss my father. And I think that Sole has a lot of very rich, strong um, feelings that can only be placed on stage. Mm. And I think that that's why um, she's such a magnificent performer. I mean, this week, one woman came up to me, a, 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 a Katak dancer from India, and um, she said, she said, the show's fantastic, incredible, blah, 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 blah. She said, <laughs> she said, but with Soli, it's all of a sudden she said, she found herself in one moment saying, where am I? And she said, I was no longer in a theater. It was not a performance. It wasn't even dance. She said, I began going into this very deep emotional place with Soli and she took me and I suddenly was my life. She said, I, I didn't know where I was any longer. And I think Soli has that capacity or, or the necessity for herself personally, the capacity profession, professionally to transport people to an emotional place, which is, which is, you know, at the end of the day is what, how dance began. Right. Realistic. And it was to transport us out of our horrors and difficulties in life to either celebrate something to celebrate life or to mourn life. Um, but, um, but always dance is a transportive, uh, it, 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 it's, it, 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 it's a transformation, even if it's dancing for a wedding, you know, people transform mm -hmm. it's for trans ritualistic transformation. And Soli does that in her dance. Oh, and she's saying, no, the question was, how is it to live with me? No. <laughs> so, yeah. Okay. It's wonderful in, in the sense that we can communicate quickly. Get him. We understand each other, which takes care of so much. It, it's yes. incredible. It has its difficulties because... Um, because a lot of times we bring the work home all, well, all the time and sometimes it gets tricky. Sometimes, you know, it gets too overwhelming or too intense. Um, I, I don't know how we've been able to maintain the work and, and, and the personal life for 30 years. Honestly, I think more, more and more and more our life is our work. And mm. fortunately there's. A tremendous amount of love between the two of us. Bueno, tampoco somos personas que imponemos. No nos imponemos. ¿Qué quieres decir? No tenemos un carácter de imponer al otro. Yeah, she doesn't. We try not to boss each other around too much at, at home because we do start bossing each other around a lot in, in rehearsals and on stage. Okay, so you need to have those boundaries in place. Es más yeah. difícil estar con nuestras hijas. It's, it's more difficult to be with our daughters than just the two of us. <laughs> I can see how that would be. <laughs> um, yeah, I can imagine that being a challenge because, you know, with any uh, relationship where there is a theatrical component, you know, you have you express so many different 
emotions that you have to dredge up. And any artist needs a moment of decompression afterwards. And if you both have that same amount of, of release that is necessary and you have to both come home together and you both need that decompression, I can see how sometimes that can be a challenge because, you know, how do you not dump that on your partner when they've also got their own thing going on? Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Claro, yeah. pero, por ejemplo, tú imagínate que quieres una camisa. Okay. Imagine you want to buy a shirt. Imagine if you want to per- buy a shirt. Okay. And you tell to friend. You tell your friend, I want to buy this shirt. And your friend buys you a shirt, um, but it's it's too tight. You don't like the color. But we we know each other. So Martin has an idea. And I talk to her for hours about an idea. If I let him, he'll keep he'll just keep talking and talking and talking. <laughs> But I know him. Entonces, al día siguiente, so the next morning, yo tengo lo que él necesita. I I'm capable of putting out what he talked about, what he needs. So that's that's a beautiful thing that we have together. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I love it. What, is, what did I say once that um I talk, Sola listens, she dances, and I watch. Yeah. Okay. And It's like a symbiotic relationship almost. Yes, quite. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It's yeah. beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. It's positive. It's it's positive. Yeah. I más dos que uno. It two can do more than one. This is true. Yeah. 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 Um, well, talk to me a little bit about, you know, your individual dance backgrounds, uh, because you've both, um, you know, the past 30 years, obviously, but, but up till that, you've been a lot of places and done a lot of things with a lot of people. And I'd like to hear about that. <laughs> um, to a story of the Bible. Si puedes hablar un poco de tu historia de baile, donde has empezado y, eh, y incluso profesionalmente. Yo desde, desde pequeña. Since I was very, very little. No recuerdo cuándo. I don't remember, three, four years old. Eh, me encantaba bailar aquello que yo creía que era flamenco. I danced what I thought was flamenco, what I imagined. Because there were no flamenco artists in my family. I would listen to music on the radio in Spain. But I, but I had, I, there's even photos of when I was a little, very young. That, that is that I look at the photo and I and I say, oh, I was dancing flamenco. Hmm. I don't know where I saw it because <laughs> I didn't, I, maybe on television. I said she didn't know 
what she was imitating or if it was something that was just within her. Entonces, mi padre, que era taxista, my dad, who was a taxi driver, and it was, um, it was a moment in Spain where there was a lot of tourism. Somebody, if he went to Spain in that moment, um, uh, some, a tourist would uh, rent a taxi driver mm. for a, a week to take them all over Spain or Madrid. And my father sometimes took me with him. And outside of the museums, they would put me, he would put me. Yeah. Out, right outside of the Prado or the museum, me I would dance. Me me and I always wanted to do it. I always wanted to dance in front of people. When I was a little, she was like eight years old. Which is fair. Shit, it was, you know, dad would bring the, the whoever hired the, the taxi to the Prado for the, the museum, and so they would take Soli, and Soli would dance in front of the museum for whoever was there. And I love it. Which is really, and in, in, and in, in, in school, I went to a Catholic school. Like all Spaniards at that moment. Right, right, yeah. <laughs> and every time somebody would have a birthday, they would put me on top of a table <laughs> to dance. And I loved it. I loved it. <laughs> I loved dancing. wasn't dancing, you know, in a studio or in my own room. It would be dancing to, for, for people. I yeah. loved it. I loved it. <laughs> And I didn't start my formal training until I was about 17. Mm. Yeah, which is incredible. She was in school for uh, history. She was going to study history. But she said after a few months, she said, absolutely not. I won't. <laughs> Yeah. yeah. Same. <laughs> yeah. Really? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, wow. And her professional, well, she's Sí, a ver, yo he trabajado, he empezado en España, ¿vale? Con, era primera bailarina de Paco Romero de Clásico Español. I, I got into a company immediately, of a, a very important company in Spain. I was the first, the lead dancer. Pero, y después he trabajado con Manolete, he vuelto a otra gente. And I, and I, and I performed with very important people sí, in pero, Spain. Sí, pero fue muy corto. But it was a short period, yeah. short period. And but really, where I become, uh, where I've cultivated myself is within this company. Mm. My family generated from this. My artistic career generated from the company. Everything. Yeah. Yeah. That's amazing. Mm. I totally understand. Um, when I was in college, I was trying to uh, be a computer science major. Then I tried education, and then I tried. And then one day, I was like, "What will make you happy? Take money out of the equation for a second. What will make you happy?" And 
before I finished the question, my brain was like, dance. So I understand you have to you have to take the route that is going to fulfill you. Entiendo lo que estás diciendo sí. porque entiendes mm. lo que acabas de decir. I'm asking if she understood what you said. Yeah. 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 And then me, I um, what, what, Soli always danced. I think from very young age she had it inside of her. Um, and I yeah. just. I don't. I don't know why she doesn't know why either. But it just exists. I don't. I don't know why. Um, and of course, you know, through the years, um, you know, as any kind of artist, you begin to deepen deepen your knowledge and your sensibilities. And um, she's been able to to sharpen, sharp sharpen in the sense of her technique and to express things more clearly. Awesome. Um, <laughs> I, I was, you know, I've seen Soli dance so many times, and we just did the Joyce in last yesterday. We finished the week, and I was, you know, completely emotional watching watching her and the show. But watching her, it's just incredible. The maturity that she brings is the clear, the clarity of expression. Yes, is incredible, incredible. Um, I come from a very, very different background. My mother was a dancer with Martha Graham. Mm. Alvin Nikolai, Murray Lewis, the whole, okay. the whole incredible moment in the sixties, mid sixties and seventies yes. of, of modern dance. I mean, incredible. Um, and we used to go, she would take my brother and I, cause um, she didn't have any place to bring us, but we would sit there and watch Martha Graham rehearsals, you know, and Nikolai were. So, okay, getting a little jealous over here. Oh my! <laughs> you see, I mean, it's the luxury of luxuries. Um, so I was brought up in that whole modern dance explosion um, in New York City in mm. the fifties and seventies. Um, so that was a lot of my education, and then um, I, my mother was. Befriended a, a well, she'd always been friends since she was a young girl with a Spanish dancer, and her sister, and her sister's husband, came from Spain and they lived with us in New York for about six years. And he, his name is Mario Maya, um, and he's kind of like the the Stanislavski or Jerome Robbins of dance, of flamenco dance. Oh. He, regenerated and kind of defined what is flamenco. Um, and so I would be in New York City in the modern dance world and living in my house with some of the some of the best artists from Spain. They would all come to my house and and have parties. Wow. And, and they would some of the because a lot of the flamencos were were they weren't legally they couldn't dance or sing or play the guitar in spain in that oh, moment okay it was, it was illegal um flamenco Ugh. or ostracized from right. because it was a it was a, a fascist government right yeah um, so i was brought up with all that which is uh, really weird and wonderful um i think i became very interested in the theatrical part of dance or what what a stage is because of Martha Graham and 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 Nikolai, that'll do it. <laughs> and, 
Yeah, Nikolai, I mean, his lighting and, and his sense of theatricality was incredible. And oh, Montreal, of course. Oh, yeah. Um, but yeah, so that, so I, I, that became my, then I, um, I always knew the flamenco since I was young, but then I went to Spain and I lived there for 20 years, 25 years. Wow. Yeah. 20 years. <laughs> and I met Soli and, and uh, just, in, I'm in love with the flamenco. Yeah, pero que mundo es más diferente, no? Wow. Yeah. She's saying our, 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 because she came from a lower class, working class, you know, taxi driver. Right, right. Um, lower class family. In our house, there were no parties. It was, it was, very, or artists. And I was brought up, you know, you know, with, I mean, our, my house was in Greenwich Village in the 60s with, you know, great Spanish. Flamenco bueno. artists and the you know, cream, the, the incredible moment of modern of modern dance. It's like city mouse, country mouse. Well, <laughs> yeah. when I when I went to New York the first time, when I I met Martin, mm-hmm. Martin coming in the airport with the limousine for me. She said, I picked her up in a limousine the first time she came to New York. You're like, oh, wow. What? She was like, what is this? Way to make an impression. I love it. I love it. Um, so talk to me about how your journey took you to Philadelphia. Well, um, we, we moved to New York about five years ago from, from Madrid. Um, cause we want our daughters to have the New York experience uh-huh. cause I, we, we think it's really important, um, for them to have that experience besides, you know, the Spain experience mm-hmm. and we have a studio in New York and an office. Um, but then, um, I've always been, I've always been in love with Philadelphia. I don't know why, but I always have. I remember, um, we've performed here a lot of times and. It, I, I think every single, almost every theater in, in Philadelphia we've been in, from the Kimmel to the, I don't know the names of the big broad, old Broadway house. Yes. Um, to the Wilma Theater, to Penn State, or, or was Yo tengo it? Las de la oh, she says they gave us the keys to the yeah. city when we were at the Wilma. Yeah, that was like 25 years ago. Wow. Yeah. Um, and then, um, so we were in New York and the pandemic hit, but even before the pandemic, I, we were out here. And, um, but when the pandemic hit, I said to Sony, well, we couldn't use our studio. It was closed down. It was, it's in a big old church mm-hmm. and it was completely closed down everything. And I said, Sony, let's go to Philadelphia. Let's find a place, a house where we can put a studio in the house. And we did, and we have a basement which we made. It, it's you know, it's not a big studio, but it's a, it's a dance flamenco dance studio. Mm. So we were able to continue and continue working through the pandemic, Soli and I. Um, Beautiful. Thank God. Right. And for her, it's wonderful. She loves it. She you know rolls out of bed. We do our thing in the morning, and then she goes right down and starts starts doing all of all her technique and this and that. And we've been able to study and we've created actually a lot of work here. 
um, because of the studio in our house. Wonderful. So it's, it's a it's a luxury. luxury bueno, yo también he encontrado un, una maestra de ballet que, que me gusta. And she she's fallen in love with a ballet teacher because she's doing ballet all the last for the last 15 years mm -hmm. to, keep, to keep herself going. Right. And she found somebody here. Um, Fang Fangju Fangju. I don't know if I'm pronouncing yes, it. Yes, 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 yes. Because she's, she says she's all heart. Yeah. Yes, gorgeous dancer. Yeah, and she, she's, she's been studying with her every moment possible. She was studying in New York with Svi, who's a ballet. Pero para yes. las clases, creo que era empezado. Okay. El paro las clases, pero creo que ahora empezado otra vez. Yeah, and but um, but she's for her it's been a big thing to have to meet Fang and to have that, to, to be able to take classes with her. It's just been it's been life saving for her. Life I love saving. it. Yeah. Y el YMCA. And she likes the YMCA. Okay. <laughs> 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 to swim. She's not crazy about swimming, but she but that. And those things, the house and the studio in the house, especially through the pandemic, was gigantic. Gigantic. Yeah. Yeah. Being able to still create is uh, a luxury that a lot of artists did not have during the pandemic, um, yeah. unless you got really, really creative. <laughs> yeah. 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 It was difficult. It was very difficult. Yeah. So... It was. She said it was. It was completely depressing. Depressive. In the pandemic. The depression yeah. for her. Oh yeah. 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 That was yeah. So, how much of uh, what you created in uh, your basement became the performance that you have upcoming in uh, a few days? Actually. Um, almost all of it. <laughs> I figured I was just setting you up. <laughs> almost, almost all of it. Yeah, we the 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 company was here about six months ago, and we went at it for about a month, mm. and then we were out here two weeks ago, three weeks ago, for a few weeks to take all the work that we had done here, and. And the prior work that Soli and I did, when we, when we were just just the two of us, and it's actually I I would say about ninety percent of all that we were doing on stage was cultivated here in Philadelphia in the basement in our house. Ah, uh, I love it. Which is I I didn't even think about it. Um, not only that, but we're doing a whole um, Francisco Goya project. And that was cultivated. That's also from the downstairs. We're in the house right now, um, in the basement. It's been it's been a a rich rich source of creation for us here. Beautiful in in a basement in a house in Philadelphia. I mean, it's incredible. incredible. <laughs> I love it. It's like yeah. a storybook. Yeah. So today is uh, October the third. You have a performance coming up, celebrating your thirtieth season at yeah. the Plays and Players Theater uh, starting on the 6th. Yeah, Thursday. Three yeah. days. So tell tell us about, you know, 
what we're going to see uh, in this show? Um, we're going to see actually three pieces of the work and development of Francisco Goya. Mm. Um, we're going to use projections and different things, but the actual dances are the choreography, the music, the song is what it's going to be. Those three will be in, in the show. They're three completely new pieces that are beauties, just beauties. Um, and then um, there's three new solos that also we're going to be showing. Mm. And almost the whole show is new. Everything, almost everything, except for one piece. Um, yes, Antonio. And there's an incredible male dancer who you probably saw the last time, the Antonio Granjero. Yes. He's, um, he's like, it looks like an everyman, um, little bull. He's um, he's wonderful. The, really, almost everybody in the company is uh, a prolific artist. Almost every, every well, I mean, it's, I'm going to say, yeah, everybody. From the musicians to the singers, the percussionists, four dancers, um, and it's a, it's um, it goes a little bit through the gamut of everything from, from very happy, happy things to funny things to absolutely, absolute tragedy. Um, so it runs through the whole gamut of of what flamenco is. Wonderful, mm-hmm. and it's you've got a nice, healthy run, uh, October sixth through the thirtieth. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um so like what what would what would you like us to take away the most from the upcoming show? Que que lo que te gustaría que la gente cuando salen que que te gustaría dar o o que llevan al público. Pues algo de sus propias vidas. Hopefully something that we can help them with their own with their own lives. Algo que esté relacionado con ellos. Something that's related to each no. audience member's lives. Mm. A mí me gusta ser como un transmis o como un hilo conductor, no no sé, o sea, ser el hilo conductor que le hace al espectador pensar en algo que tiene que ver con él. ¿Cómo que dilo otra vez? She wants to be like a a conductor of a, a, something that's de una experiencia personal de, 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 de cada espectador, pero yo soy como el conductor, yo no soy lo que lo que está no soy la no está no es la pared, yo no estoy aquí, sino que eso a, es como la posibilidad. Yo sería como el tren donde ellos viajan. I, I would like to be like I think the show and me are like a train that they can take a trip on. Mm. But it's their trip. Not, oh, I don't want to okay. impose, and I want them to feel their. If they can associate their lives with what they're I, seeing, then that's what I would like them to walk out with. That in some way that their lives will be touched yo, or, or or not touched. A no. ver, yo, mira, yo por ejemplo, yo como yo quiero decir algo a los bailarines. I want to say something to dancers. I want to say something. To, to, to all that, that who, who are dancers. That, who are, we, when I know the steps, 
eh, puedo, mi viaje es mucho más largo en el cuerpo y la mente estoy más, estoy, llego a más lugares cuando estoy segura en mis pasos. When I'm sure about my, my steps, I, I'm able to express more. Mm -hmm. Pero, But... yo, de todos los que estamos ahí, de todos los artistas que hay en ese escenario. But out of all the artists that we are on stage in this company. Soy la más imperfecta. But I'm the most imperfect. Hay un montón de pasos que no soy capaz de concretar. I'm, I'm always forgetting my steps. No forgetting. Not forgetting. Que, que, no, soy, yeah. que, no, no, que no soy capaz de... Slow down de... now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, imagínate que tienes... Un, que tienes, eh, por ejemplo, del 1 al 8, ¿no? Un, que tienes dos compases. Uh, a ver. No, imagina que tienes que montar cuatro compases. Imagine you have to uh, uh, choreograph four measures of, of, a, of Dentro de, de, of de 24. Right. You have to create yo four si, measures of music. Yo siempre tengo huecos. But there's always parts que no puedo concretar en, el, I, I, en el estudio. That I'm not capable of making concrete in the studio. Eso me hace sufrir muchísimo. It makes me suffer a lot on stage. Dudar, bailar peor. It makes me doubt myself or doubt what I'm going to, about to do. Pero de repente, But, de, al, de repente salen cosas But, mi cuerpo, but all of a sudden, suddenly on stage, things occur to me. Después de sufrir after cuatro I've, días. After I've suffered and doubted. Four days like this. El quinto sale algo que nunca vas a crear en un estudio. That, but I allow myself to go through this because on stage, um, things will occur that will never, ever have... Ha, never have the possibility to occur in a studio. Es, es muy raro. It's very strange. Solo It's horrible. En, no, pero solo puede pasar en el escenario. But there are, there are things that only occur on stage. Yo creo, yo invito. So, mm. yo invito so I invite. A todos los que bailan y a, la, a las personas. I invite not, not only the audience, but all of us who dance. A dejar huecos. To, to leave certain moments alone aunque lo pases mal porque no sabes que porque no te even, puedes agarrar a algo even though we don't know what is going to happen and that on stage which is terrifying pero en la vida también but ¿Entiendes? it also has to do with life and porque I'm, no te puedes agarrar a algo es, es, es horrible because life is is fleeting mm. and and I think I think she's talking yeah, about He translates, but... <laughs> no, I, think, I think she's saying that as a as she's maturing, she's she's going into different things in her in her Look. artistic world, which is she, what she's saying is that she's leaving room for things to occur on stage, right? Depending on the audience and herself and the artists in that moment, right? So I think she's answering the question in a very roundabout way. What is it she wants it to, the, the audience to take away? She said, I can, but I can't say exactly because I don't have it all prepared because it, it happens. And that's real. <laughs> it's real. The public comes to the house. To the house. The theater, the theater. The house. Right. And what I don't want is every single thing 
prepared. I want to be able to smell the audience, experience the audience, and then things occur. And things will occur. If I, I love that. Yeah. And when you leave that room, uh, that quote unquote unprepared spot, you know, I understand as an artist, you know, that's a relinquishing of control and that's where the terrifying part comes in. But that's also the most real part, the most organic part, because that's exactly it's coming from within you, wherever you are and whatever that is in that moment. And it's a moment that can never be replicated. No. So no. it's good that yeah. you give yourself that moment of freedom. Yeah. And it's like she was yesterday was our last performance of the Joyce and she was bowing and she was crying and she danced. It was just incredible. She and, and she, she said, don't, don't say I'm always crying. She's not always crying. Um, but, and I said, what happened? So then she said it was the audience. She said what they gave me, not what, what, I, what she gave them. She said what they gave me yesterday. I was a very, it was an incredible audience yesterday. Um, and it was a matinee. She said matinee. <laughs> <laughs> I thought, oh, people are going to be sleeping. It's a matinee. You know. yeah, it, was, it was just beautiful. And and she she almost said what she said. It's not what I gave them. It's what they gave me, which was a trip. But I think, and I, I do think, again, to go back to the first objective, a catharsis or a transformation has to occur. Yes. And, and if we've done our job correctly, technically, not technically, what Sol is talking about by leaving room, that that if we're able to allow a transformation to occur, to occur, a catharsis of emotion to occur in an audience member, then we've done our job. Because that will help them to wake up the next morning and go on, because we all have our tragedies. Yes. Every single one of us. Every single one of us. And that will help them or a person to, to continue with their lives, with, to continue to, with their lives. Yeah. Pero nosotros hacemos también para la audiencia que lo sepa un flamenco que es más teatral, es de teatro, no es un flamenco, flamenco. And there's one part of the show is that is very theatrical. Siempre. It's very theatrical. I was yeah. in love with theater. Yeah. yeah. And Sole, I will say, you know, having seen you perform, you are on stage you're not just a dancer or a performer you're a vessel i've seen like i feel the 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 happiness the pride the joy the anger the the sadness the grief all coming through you and for you to be that vessel for every show i'd cry all the time too so i wouldn't even feel bad <laughs> <laughs> I understand. <laughs> well, I know I am looking forward to seeing the show um, at Plays and Players October 6th through the 30th. Uh, I'm going to put the notes, put the, the, the time and the dates in the notes of this episode. Um, if we wanted to learn more about uh, Noche Flamenco and you and and the two of you, 
where could we go? Where should we go? Um, the with the website has a lot of good information. It's um, um, what is it? Nocheflamenca.com. Okay. Or Soledad Barrio and Noche Flamenca. Okay. We just want to put a search into the Google. There's a lot of information in there. Okay. I will put that in the notes as well. Wonderful. Well, Sole and Martin, this has been a magical conversation. I, the the two of you are amazing. (laughs) I am in awe of the two of you. Oh, thank you. Oh, okay. And I want to thank you so much for sitting and talking with me today. Thank you. Gracias. Thank you. And I have to say one more thing about Philadelphia, no, which I forgot. Que, que, Please do. The food. It's true. It's like that, that mar- those market, the 9th Street market. Which yes. Actually. Is it's real food? It's, it's, a, it's like real Spain. food. Yes, it's like Spain. I, and I can cook here. And I don't have to just buy things wrapped in plastic. It's, a, it's 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 very odd because you you know we've toured a lot in a lot of places, and that yeah, there's a there's a, a love about for food. I don't know what it is. You guys are food snobs. It's that's yeah, true. We are a big food city, yeah. and the Italian market that you're talking about, yeah, that 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 authenticity again is what resides all along that area. Yes, yeah. yes, yes, yes. Yeah. <sighs> okay. Thank you so much. Thank you. This has been Dance Talk Radio, brought to you by PhiladelphiaDance.org, your one-stop spot for everything dance in Philly. If you are a dancer in Philly or you love a dancer in Philly, please consider visiting PhiladelphiaDance.org and clicking the Become a Member button and take advantage of all the wonderful things and benefits that come from being a member of Dance in Philly. Once again, I am your host, Charles Tyson Jr. You have a wonderful day.